Welcome back, Legends RC Talk. Jason and Ryan. That was kind of a letdown. Okay, how are you doing today? That kind of threw me off. I didn't Better know than you, I guess. Yeah, it's early. I'm yeah. tired. Got to go to work. Go work in a hobby shop. That's a sad day. For me. Yep. No, so what's new with you? Oh, nothing much. Getting uh, geared up. It's... The weather's getting warm, so I'm uh, actually anticipating the crawling stuff now, but started out early with a lot of bashing, and it's been pretty fun already this year. Yeah, bashing has been. Uh, we've had a couple good days out there that we went out and flying the drones, a uh, little bit of everything. Just, but yeah, we haven't pulled the crawlers out really. I mean, you did a couple times down there. Just but. Yeah, just to start getting a course set up. I didn't really play, though. But already this early in the season, there's been a lot of destruction too. Yeah. Finally, well, everybody knew that listened. We went and jumped the max off a cliff. Thousand feet crossed and down. It was kind of a letdown, but it was kind of awesome. Yeah. There was no carnage. Well, there was, in a way. Appy's phone went over the edge, survived. Yep. Didn't break, not a scratch. Max went over the cliff, landed on its wheels, and still was able to drive around. That Nothing new broke on that either, off of that, did it? No. And Appy's phone, 100% okay, picked it right back up and yeah. watched the video that he had been recording. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of a letdown up there. I figured a 100-foot cliff like that, big rocky bluff, I figured it would have just been carnage. Down through the trees and everything, yeah. Yeah, body even stayed on it. Oh, yeah. I figured the body would at least blow off. Yeah, the body would be. Usually when you roll it over enough with the shape of the max body that you have, it, it does pop off here and there. Oh, the third of it that was left? Yep. No, yeah, that was uh, that really surprised me. So we had a little change of plans and found a big concrete barrier like they use to block off highways and ran it into it four times before it actually died. When he says running into it four times, it wasn't bumping a wall. It was scooting across the field and slamming into a concrete wall. The third time, I thought did it. It was clicking pretty good. And unplugged the unplugged the motor. Yeah, bent that wire to it. But plugged that back in and gave us a fourth chance. And the fourth time was uh, not a letdown. Still, actually, with, I don't know, the strength of the Max, it was kind of a letdown. Yeah, it only needs a chassis, a bulkhead. Just about any other truck I've ever seen out there would have just exploded. Oh, yeah. You would have been finding pieces trying to figure out what was broken. Right. Yeah, the shocks are good. All the control arms are good. Front bumper is still solid. Yep. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's amazing. Even the front shock tower, I think, is good. Yeah. Everything around it broke. Even the rims and tires are still intact. Yeah. They're aftermarket, but still intact. Hmm. Oh, and a battery hold down. Oh, that's right. Broke, but. I use tape on some of mine anyway. Tape the batteries in there because I put too big of batteries in small trucks. So, yeah, that was, uh, it was actually a pretty eventful weekend. Yeah. We had that sucker broke within, well, we took a couple trips, broke it, and still had time for lunch. Yeah. That was a good day, and it was, weather was beautiful. Yeah, it's, uh, it's finally starting to get warmer nights up here now. It's going to be, should be good from here on out. Got past that cold. Yeah, so now we'll bash all day and play night crawlers. <clears throat> night crawlers are out of fire. Yep. For sure. Yeah, and then yesterday we went up to I am out in RC's outdoor track, and dirt's looking amazing this year. Got to rip some laps at the A scale. Got to say the techno is pretty dialed right now. Having a little issues with my my fan on my ESC. I know I had problems with it last year. Put a new one on because I had problems with the blades blowing off. 
well, McLan put a made an X brace, carbon fiber, little lockdown to hold the fan in. Okay. And now I'm running into problems where the fan just says, "Nope, I'm not working." And yeah. you don't know it because you're out on the track. And that one's brand new, eh? Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not like I have the old fan in there pieced together after it's been blown apart a couple times. And these cars, they're you're running so much power through them that if you don't have a fan rolling, you'll hit that that thermal shutdown area, right? Yep. And you'll just and right now it's still a little cooler out, so it's not as it's not happening as fast. So, I mean, I could probably run a five-minute race right now and be fine. But once we actually start getting into the hot summer days, there's no way you'd make it two minutes and that thing would be thermaled. So, on those ones, like I know some of the trucks have, when they get they get too hot, they'll actually shut the power right down and it'll just stop the truck. Yep. Does that one do the same thing? Yeah. I think most of them do nowadays. Yeah, just kills power and tries to cool itself down, but there's no fan to cool itself down. Yeah, I remember some of the older, cheaper trucks... When they get too hot, it would let you run it until it would burn itself up. Yep. So that's good. Yeah, you put a lot of money into something. You hope that there's a couple of safety measures that'll prevent yeah. you from totally wrecking it. Yeah, they do have the thermal cutoff in there. You can adjust your temperature on how hot you want to let it get before it shuts down. So up at that track, I haven't even gone up there to see it this year. Uh, caught a few videos of Dave taking nighttime pictures of just... Mounds and mounds of brand new dirt being put up there. So, did he? Uh, has the track totally changed from last Not yet. year? Not yet. Not yet. It sounds like he's doing it this week or next week. Okay. The dirt's there to do it, but it sounded like we were actually just going to do a couple practice days with the track the way it was, so we could actually get out there while it's nice out, and then changing it up. I think what would be neat up there is having a couple of really high pitched corners. So you can ride way up on a wall. Yep, big D- Daytona style. Yeah, that would be yeah. pretty awesome. Because <clears throat> I know he's got the oval on the front stretch there. It'd be pretty sweet to, if like the oval corners were like a NASCAR style track. Gotcha. Where you do the oval well, the oval is going to be no more. No? Okay. No, the oval, there's going to be... The main front straightaway is all that's going to be left of it. Okay. And then the infield of the oval is actually going to be another line. Oh. Because it's going to... There's going to be a... A lot of extra track. And I believe it's going to be the front stretch, the left side is going to stay, and it's going to go across the back, and then it's going to be inside of it. Okay. There's going to be a couple different runs in there. Like It's like 100 extra feet. Which, yeah, that, that'll actually be nice because when I went up there the first time when the track first got done last year, without knowing the way the races were going, what direction, with the oval in there, to a bystander, it was kind of intimidating when you come around a few corners, like, which way do you turn? Right. If you miss the turn, you're starting to take part of the oval track, and then you miss the other corner, and... Yep. That'd be cool, yeah. I get yeah, because they used to come in and out of the oval. Yep. People that haven't seen it. There was... Because you leave the oval out of, like, maybe turn two, then you come back into it right after turn two, then you're going in it in the middle of that back stretch, coming out of it, and then back into it into turn three... So, yeah, there was quite a few. I mean, it was, the majority of them were obvious, but there was one or two that were, you didn't know where you were going. Yeah, and maybe with track prep, too, if you're going to do ovals also, the oval, the one of the straightaways in the oval was where you did a 90-degree and 180-degree turn. Yep. So you got yep. the grooves there, so you got to go back out, flatten that yep. for the oval time. Yep, you would, we would get a one hole that would always build in that one corner. But that's with outdoor clay. You know, it's that track is changing the whole time you're out there running. Yeah. You know, it's especially when we're on an eighth scale. Uh, these eighth scales, it's just amazing the power they're putting down and the traction they're getting. You know, just point and shoot. And that's going to be our biggest class this year. It's There's a lot of new guys that have eighth scales this year. Yeah. I, just the people that I know on. My end of things, you're more, you know all the race guys because you, you're running races, the indoor tracks, the outdoor track last year. You're running all the times and all that. So you, you know all these guys, and I know a lot of the bashers that don't race, bash and crawling guys, even them guys are now picking up 
some of the new A scale buggies and all that stuff. So they're fun. I mean, really, if the ultimate basher, I think, would be that techno right there. It's just yeah, it's if durable. To, if you didn't have to keep taking parts off of it and switching them up, yeah. So with yours, it's now that it's dialed in. You don't even want to hit the street with that thing because you already know it's ready for the track. Yep, it's it feels good. I like it. There's a few other A scales I'd like to try. Um, the team associated, I ripped some laps with Farvas, and it is smooth. I love the suspension in them. <clears throat> they have the pillow ball front end. So I mean, it's it's got a different feel. Yep. <clears throat> it feels a little lighter in the controller. Yeah, I've had mine for years, my team associated. Mine's the older series, but everything, all the new stuff bolts right up to it. So I might take mine up there for a few practice runs just to mess around or something. But, um, you, but you racers, I give you guys credit because even this year, the indoor carpet season I was looking forward to, it just seems like, you know, they go and go and go. There's a, it's, a, it's a long season, but it's great to see because there are so many dedicated just racers. Yep. You know, and that's that's awesome. Where that's that's why I like this hobby, I guess, so much is that <clears throat> I can be over here crawling a rock pile. They're over there racing. This guy's over here jumping his truck off ramps. Yep. There's something for everybody in it. Yeah, and the new people that are coming into the sport, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, our sportsman division is geared to entry level. If you've came in and never driven a truck, you know, we turn you in, take sportsman. Turn your power down 50% for indoor and go out and race. And we've got, I know me and Jeff were talking numbers in one of the last podcasts, but I mean, we had like 40 to 50 different drivers in sportsman division in each series. So it's, it's big, it's growing. There's so many people getting into it. It's amazing to see. Yeah, and hanging out at the track, I mean, we live in a, our area is growing, obviously, but we live in a small area where between a handful of us, we've seen most of the people in our area, it seems like. Yep. <clears throat> and then watching the Sportsman Series a couple times when I was at the track, like, I've never seen any of these people, and they're coming in and they're buying the trucks, and they, yep. some of them are getting in there just head over heels. It's awesome. Yep. So on the, the outdoor track this season... You guys cut the uh, the race classes down. There's not as many classes now, right? I think there is just as many. Just as many? Because classes went out, classes came in. Okay. Now there's no longer stock slash. But if you have a stock slash and you want to run, we have the super stock. So now instead of having stock slash, mod two-wheel drive, and open two-wheel drive... Now there's, mod is basically super stock. You can run your brush 12 turns, you can run 17.5 just stock systems, and then you have your open, open short course. Okay. So there's still, it was it was to the point we had guys coming in that were running three classes with one truck. Yep. I can't take my A scale out there and run three classes. You can't take a brushless short course truck and run three classes. You know, anything out there that's race, not race, I don't know how to even say it. Your pro classes, basically. Yep. You can't, you know, there's not multiple divisions to run those in. Yeah, you keep, uh, <clears throat> get that many classes too, it's just, it's, it's almost too, it's, it's too much, plus, you know, <clears throat> I, I've seen, I've seen your end of it where you're the one usually setting up the classes and it's how do you set up classes where people are running in so many classes with one truck to try to separate the classes so they're not burning their trucks up race after race you gotta yep. you gotta make sure them trucks can take a break for a couple races yep that was my biggest dilemma usually was separating them so you don't have drivers back to back yep and it's it's overwhelming and then you get people complaining that they're in back-to-back -back classes well you can't please everybody. It's just, it's not going to happen when you're running that many classes. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I asked a question a while back, and somebody just asked it to me. You know, if you can get the classes sorted out, because it did seem like each week the, 
the class lineup on what order the trucks were actually going to run changed because this week you have 100 people showing up with trucks and then next week you got 20 people so you always got to kind of change it up it would be cool if the classes could be set where all right about this time of day they're going to run this class and this class but seeing the other end of it now that's completely impossible yep yeah you never know and that's the thing too going into a race day until I actually set up the qualifiers, somebody asked me registering what time their class is going to go. I have no idea. We could end up with four quals for super stock short course yep. instead of one. Well, that's almost a half. That's probably a half an hour difference. So everything changes, yeah. And then you don't know who's in what class and what class they're running. So... At that end of it, it's just, it's impossible. Everything switches around. Yeah. And I, big thing, too, coming up, I'm not, I have nothing to do with the races, but once again, coming into a new season, make sure your stuff's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's a must. It's, it's such, it's just a headache waiting on people to be ready. I mean, you know when your class is coming up, we have everything posted, so... Say you're race four. Race three, make sure your truck's running. Yep. And now this year, too, you're, you guys are going to finally do a mandatory table drop, right? A pit table? Yep. There's going to be a pit table <coughs> that you're done with your race. You come over, unplug your battery, shut your controller off, set it down on the table, go right out the corner. Um, same thing. You're going out to race. The race before you's up, bring your trucks up, put them on the table. Yeah, get them, get them, get them ready. Over, make sure everything's legit and legal. And somebody's lighting fireworks off. There's, Cele- a, there's a new noise in every podcast. Celebrate the podcast. I like that. But yeah, it's see me when I went out uh, the carpet season to start. I only raced the Fortec, and the Fortec class really died off from last season. I think it was cool to see, but it was all new faces pretty much, except for. Uncle Pete, and yeah, Appy only raced a couple of the first ones. Yeah, he until he got his buggy. Yep, <clears throat> and you kept giving people your cheating car, which was cool to see new people in there, though, racing with it. Well, that's the thing. You know, Natalie drove it most of the time. Brendan, I think, ran it one or two races. I think I really made her nervous. Natalie? <laughs> yep, because <clears throat> I told her I was going to smash that white car, so she stayed away from me for a while, and I had to tell her, just kidding, and, you know, because Ryan's car, I have no problem smashing into it. Yeah. But, yeah, see, like with me, though, I only raced the one uh, one class to start with. And I'd be out there cornering four, five, six races. Yeah. Which I don't mind, but you you also see the people that don't have a race for four or five races just kind of milling around. Yep. There's, there's a few guys that are really helpful cornering. Yep. That'll just do it. Yep. I know, like Ryan Pierce, I see him out there all the time. And he's... Mike Should, Frosted, he was doing it almost every yep, race. Yep, so. he was out there all the time. So, and you see these guys that are not really, not sacrificing. Eric Christman's but, another one. Yeah, you know, Christman's always, always out there, yep. So, yeah, you always see the same people, but that's part of the experience. It's that out there, you know, doing the corner marshalling stuff. And I will tell you, I did a lot of the A-scale stuff. And, or a lot of, sorry, a lot of the buggies. Especially oh, ten scale open buggy. Especially the open buggies. And I'll tell you what, if you're not on your toes, <clears throat> that's just the rockets coming around the track. But I enjoy that. That's keeps you on your toes. Those that the two buggy classes this year really impressed me. This it's funny that the super stock buggy running a smaller motor, smaller ESC, we're running faster times than we weren't open. Yep. And it, watching them on the track though, it it don't make sense. The open buggies, you're covering so much ground to where the super stocks, they're pretty slow. But with the open buggies, we're spending more time slowing down to make the corners to where the super stocks are just pretty much wide open. Yep. They're carrying more speed con- continuously around the track because it's a smaller track. Yeah, I think I was, I was 0 for 2. I raced super stock twice. Dave made me take his, his bandit <laughs> out there to race it. <laughs> Broke, did it break both times? Yeah, both times I broke it. <laughs> I took it home the one time to fix it and then fixed the other one right at the store. But 
Uh, it was all me. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm used to doing with the Vortex. I was used to kind of drifting most corners and stuff, and I'll uh, I'll blame the first race on Dave's tires. The front tires were pretty wore out, so you, <laughs> the bushings in it were shot. Yeah, you're turning on a straight stretch, about halfway across the straight stretch before you hit the corner. I was already turning because the tires were sliding in the front, but it's it is amazing how fast and just it's it's like the you know I don't even know how to say this either but it's like it's like a dance especially when you're watching the opens it's just like a dance out there they're looks like IndyCar racing they're right on each other's bumpers just yep slicing and dicing yep your passes are only made in a a mistake if somebody screws a corner Pretty up much. that's that's where you're passing finally yeah and if, if something happens to you if you flip one time good luck making it up mm-hmm yeah, because you guys are covering so much ground. It's amazing. So, like, the dirt, then, the A-scale buggies, that's that's going to be pretty much the... That's going to be the premier class outside. That's going to be the, the buggy class from indoors. That'll be the premier out, outside class. Yeah, we still have... There's good, there's a lot of actual 10-scale buggies this year, though, for outdoors. Yeah. So I know. What, I'm building one. I have to build it yet. I thought about a few different things, because I do have my A-scale... But I was thinking about putting another bandit together. Try that up there a couple times. Like I'm, I'll actually make a few races up there this year. Last year I, I showed up to watch a lot because it's just the RC stuff. I just like being around it, so I like milling around, you know, BSing with the guys, girls, see what they're running, see what, you know, what's new on the tracks and all that. Because every season there's something new that shows up that's really impressive. Yep. Yeah, because this year too we got a lot of truggies. Yep. Truggies is the new hip thing that a lot of people are getting into. Not me. I'm going to avoid that wagon as long as I can. It'll happen. Yeah, I don't know. I like the A scale. I, I don't like getting into too many different classes because everything handles different. That, that was my biggest problem, I think, coming out from like the Vortex to the buggy. Was that the buggy handle, besides the front tires being a little slick, compared to the Vortex, which... Had mine had zero traction for the first five races again, but you get on yeah. something and you start driving it like your other trucks, and yep. So that was my problem too. Do like every once in a while, I'd grab a slash and try running it, and it just it's a brick. Yep. It's you go from running my open buggy, which was actually really dialed towards the end of the season, to running a slash, and. Yeah, it's there's no comparison. And stock just, slash, nonetheless. So. Right, <laughs> stock tires, and yeah, that was rough. <clears throat> but no, A scale, definitely looking forward to. It's, I need to actually practice with it this year. Last year I didn't. It's, it's a its own little monster. They're fast, all the power in the world. You're running a nine, you know, I'm running a nineteen hundred can. KV motor in it, so it's all the torque is just there. You know, I can bobble right before a big jump at the track and blip the throttle right before you hit it, and you can over jump the landing. Yep, it's crazy. I remember watching, I think it was Dave out there doing a practice run once, and he hit that ramp and didn't even touch the track, just left. Yep, yeah, they're they're fun, definitely fun. Um, Hans, a little shout out to him. He's uh, he's been getting really good with painting, painting bodies. Yeah, that's what I heard. He's doing one for my eighth scale right now. That's looking amazing. And uh, he just finished one for Dave. That turned out really sweet. Should get some pictures up on the up on the Instagram. If anybody's listening, go ahead and follow the Legends RC Talk with underscores in between each word. I don't know how else to describe it. I think I have some of that stuff, too. If you just search the name, it'll give you a few options, won't it? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't really messed around with it. I'm still uh, new to Instagram. Enjoying it. That's a good place to get some previews of uh, UPRC Outlaw videos. You know, I do post a few clips up there. and Yeah, there's a couple of good ones, too. If you're actually going to look at the Outlaw videos, there's there'll be a few up. Shortly after hearing this, they should be up soon here, where you'll get to see the 
demise and destruction of a Traxxas Max. Yeah. After two years of just getting beat to snot, it's... I, I can't believe it's still kind of where it is. Yeah, it's still not bad at all. I might actually... I don't know. I should actually do a vote on my Instagram. Rebuild or hang it on a shelf. Or donate to me. Or hang it on a shelf. Or donate to the... Or take the electronics out of it and build something stupid. That was my idea, by the way. It was. I think that would be a great idea. My vote is electronics out. Drag slash. Yep, hang it up, put it on a slash, we'll build some drag cars. I think that'd be fun. I think it could be. Yeah, since the Max came back up in the conversation real quick, honestly, if anybody out there is big into just launching trucks and jumping them and doing that, I vote the Traxxas Max as the top truck to be able to handle whatever you're going to throw at it. Yep, for sure. I mean, anything else out there that you think's better? Send me one. I'll try it. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it through the ringer. We'll, we'll prove you wrong. Right. And if you're going to, if you do get a Traxxas Max, I would recommend not getting the widening kit if you're going to bash it and have fun with it. Yeah, I think the wide kit's excessive. If you're going to try to track never... race it, maybe. I don't know. But other than that, no. I think I could still outrun out on the track with a stock max with some good tires on it. Because that, that's, like I said, that was the only downfall is the tires and rims. Yep. Throw some good belt of badlands on it. And I think that thing would be a beast on the track. Yeah, because you, on your, on your first one, yeah. the one that we just broke. Two sets of tires. Yeah, you have. Really, really quick. You put the Badlands on there with uh, some different Proline rims, right? Was that the whole rim and tire came together on it, didn't it? Yep. Okay. And they're a little bit taller, which I think really, really amped that truck up a lot more, too. Yeah, it changed the gear ratio a little bit. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, is I never actually touched any gearing in that thing. I've never blown out a spur, pinion, nothing. That thing is just out of the box. I've never had the gearboxes open. That's amazing. Everything else I've... Well, even your other trucks. My X-Max. Your X-Max, that thing was... $18 a freaking spur gear. Yeah, 25 spur gears later... It At least. ...was still clicking and being all weird. Yep, that was... That was a nightmare, a gearing nightmare. I'd own another X-Max, but I don't think I'd run it like I did the last one, just because I know it can't take it. See, that's, that's I don't know, I've seen <clears throat> three X-Maxes now. All get run pretty decently, and two of them weren't really run that hard. And there was still, I'm sorry to me, there was nothing really that was that impressive besides the size of the truck. Size of it jumping, it was fun. Yep. But when they jumped, you knew it. It felt like a freaking right. herd coming through when it landed. But the Max, yeah, I would definitely grab a Max. So that'll probably be on my list of to-dos down the road here. Yeah, I think everybody should own one. Honestly, it's... If you like bashing, it's just... It's so durable. Yeah, my thoughts were kind of... Last, well... I think around wintertime, I was looking at a possible another RC investment. And I was looking at the Haas. Nothing about that even seems like it can hold up to the max. Nope. I've We've sold a lot of parts for that already. The shocks. I don't know. Everything's... I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, chassis-wise, it just reminds me of a... I don't know. A slash just jacked up yeah I mean yeah it's got a little longer can in it for motor and but it still only runs 3s it's I don't know I'm, I'm not sold on that one I haven't ran one yet either but and with, with me <clears throat> I like to run the stampedes a lot and now I've been running my four-wheel drive a little bit more which two-wheel drive will probably be still my go-to basher I just love my little scully truck We've, we've had a lot of time together, so. But the four-wheel drive, just looking at the Haas, I can pretty much beef up my four-wheel drive stampede to be a Haas, really. I think so. Because I already have them other, the sledgehammer tires on it, and that already jacked up the uh, ground clearance a lot. 
So now it flies through the air a little bit better, lands a little bit better, but you're right. Hmm. So yeah, there's this is the uh, almost the the tipping point right now <clears throat> in our time frame anyway that the RC season for us is this is where it really takes off now. Yep. Yep. As soon as we get past the spring rain. We actually, it's when we uh, start ramping it, yeah. Because right now, I mean, really, for a spring, we've, we haven't had the rain yet. It's just now starting. Yeah, we had a summer day a month ago. Yeah, we went back to some cold. It was like 80, and then it snowed after that. And <clears throat> so, yeah, most of the podcasts through the winter kind of slowed down just because it's, what are we going to talk much? about? It's snowing outside, and we, we did some carpet racing. Yep, that was it, too. And I didn't want to talk about me winning every weekend. You know, yeah, so. that gets old. No, that was actually super stock buggy going back to racing. It started out that I was, you know, top three. Me, Jeff, Dave, and all of a sudden these young cats came in. Brendan and Mason. Yep. I was lucky to take third. I mean, it was... <laughs> I lost all fun in that division really quick. I gotta say, with the super stocks, um, <clears throat> all the buggies. So a lot of these guys are running, like Appy, like the Technos and all that stuff. They're running these buggies. Yeah. So Appy left the Fortech and came into the buggy race, and right away was up in the top three. Like at least most of the race. Fighting for top three. Yeah. Yep. But Uncle Pete. So I think he surprised me the most with a stock bandit. That bandit drove me nuts. Stock bandit was they're so fast down the front stretch. <laughs> yep, but then they can't. They couldn't turn. They couldn't good. corner, so they'd get in. You'd have a good chance of getting into each other in a corner because they're they corner like I don't know a dog dragging its butt on a carpet. Yeah, and then they'd catch you again in the next corner, and it was just it was a never ending battle for five minutes of trying to get away from a bandit. If there was like a big carpet oval race, I think the bandit would have took it. Because he could have got the straight stretches and just if he can just get around the corner and then punch it again. Dave's running a stock bandit outside this year. Is he? Yeah. I, was, I turned a couple laps with it yesterday. Not going to lie, it's impressive. It just got so much straight line power. Yeah, see, even with the races with the young people coming up, I got cocky towards the end of the Fortex season because I was up tied with third place and... There's 10 weeks of racing, two drop weeks, plus I missed a couple weeks. So, tied for third, I got cocky and came back for the last few weeks, except for the very last one. And it was all new drivers out there. Yep. And like Natalie with your car, when she passed me the first time, like, oh, I actually got a race now. Like, I, I was literally just going to coast <laughs> around the track just to get a third place trophy. But I think he ended up with uh, fifth place. Yep, I got fifth at the end. I think Mr. Grumpy was fourth. I think Natalie ended up pulling out a third. Yep. Yep, Mr. me and Mr. Grumpy were tied for third, and he missed the one week, so I wasn't too worried. But then I came out and got pretty much no points because all the new people flew yep. around me. Uh, Jeff. He hated the Vortex. He couldn't control his car. And then all of a sudden, when it mattered, all of a sudden his car somehow magically connected to the track, and he was passing me up. Yep. you got to be kidding me. That's right. This year, for sure, I didn't have one single week where I was frustrated at all. This no, it was actually a fun race season. No, nice and, nice and easy. Plus the new environment, all the new people, it all helped. And with all of the... Uh, the health issues going on where everyone's got to be, you know, six feet apart. The, the new facility is great. There's plenty of room. You can be 12 feet apart all the time. Yep. Me personally, I don't care, but. Yeah, I'm over it. But following the regulations, that was probably the best move Dave could have did was getting into that place. Yeah, we're up in Michigan, so we, we're we not like the rest of the country where they're kind of back to carrying on with normal life. Yeah, we're still locked in a bubble. But, but at the old, at the, the Gromax store, the downstairs track that was there, this wouldn't have been able to happen. Well, that's why we canceled the season. Yep. At the end of it, last yep. year, yep. Right we, when this came we on. We canceled like two or three weeks because of it. Yeah, they, we would have never had a season had it not been for Dave pulling the trigger and moving it out, which is awesome. So thank you, Dave, for doing that for everybody. That's great. For sure. 
and yes, this is the social distancing hobby. Yep. Yeah, through the whole pandemic. I mean, that's we got the YouTube video Corona Carnage. That was right in the middle of all of it. Yep. Go outside, play with RC trucks. Yeah. What else can you do? And luckily, we still had a store. We could still buy parts. Yeah. I had to wait in line sometimes, <clears> but <throat> right. have to go go outside for the pickup. Yeah. So it's uh, it's looking up. Um, tonight we're actually I forgot about this. It's Monday. Mini crawlers on the mini crawler course at the store. We're gonna do a little comp. Oh, cool! That would be fun. I don't even know about that. It was on podcasts, and I don't listen to the podcast. Huh. You don't watch my Jason Sellers hobbies yes, YouTube do. videos, so I don't listen to the podcast anymore. No, I'll be at home editing your videos for you, making wow. you, making you look good. Of guilt. Well, you got to work. I got to work. See? <laughs> no, we're going to test the waters with it and see how much of a turnout we get. And was going to do monster trucks tonight, but I don't think that's going to happen. That's coming in the near future. A little monster jam, side-by-side drags, and I wanted to do that tonight, but I think it's too much for one night. If people show up, put some ramps out and do it. But Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that we got to get a little group together. I know there's a few people. A lot of the stuff that I put together, I, I usually keep it in UPRC Outlaw Club stuff. I keep that separate, but we want to do a couple of public things this year for sure to help out us, the store, Ryan stuff, all the legend stuff. Do some monster truck, monster jams, and freestyles and stuff. Because I, I know a lot of guys that are big into it. Brad's huge into monster trucks. Kenny's into it now. Kenny's into it now. I don't think Brad actually plays with his trucks, though. I think he just builds them. Buys, sells, trades. Yeah, buy, sell, trade, build. So we'll see. We'll put him to the test, too. And I'm still waiting. He issued me a challenge last year, and I still haven't heard anything about it. Actually, didn't uh, two guys kind of Two issue... guys kind of issued the UPRCL as a challenge. Yeah, and we could choose whoever we wanted to do an event. Yeah, like crawling and then racing. Crawling and, and racing. And maybe some monster trucks and... I think we should uh, do that since you have a few 10th scale or 8th scale buggies. I'll race them with buggy. Yeah? You can crawl them. <laughs> See what happens with that. Yeah, I think we need to set that up. Outdoor tracks open, we can have some grudge. Actually, there's a rock pile there and everything. We can just go, it'll be a even platform. Yeah. I haven't crawled it, so... I don't think he has either. I could be the outsider. None of them have. Hmm, I know T's uh, crawler is pretty decked out to the max. I think he's... Might have to put some weight limits, restrictions on it, because I think he's got more brass in that thing than there is on a trumpet. That's good, because I I run the Vitera that has zero brass in it, where I've noticed a lot of people, when they get their crawling trucks too heavy, if they get stuck, it's over. Yep. And here I come, just popping right over the top, run them over, see you later. Yeah, definitely. We gotta, we'll have to talk to him. And I know he listens, so Brad, this is your official call-out on your call-out. Yeah. Let's do this. I know you guys got crawlers, but how many championship title belts have your crawlers won? <laughs> uh, Zero. I got one, which still has to be up for grabs, but the whole... Winter indoor season got all weird too. So. Yeah, winter time was weird this year. Yeah, this this summer is going to be kind of weird too. I finally got kids that are old enough to graduate, so. Well, we can do it now. Who you want to call out? Well, for our stuff, I'd rather do a qualifier thing, but. Qualifier crawl, qual crawl, qual crawl for championship. I like it. Yep, qual crawl. Then do another championship at the fall crawl, so. Yeah, this is going to, hopefully, hopefully, it's going to be an awesome summer season here. If the, I don't know, I'm at the point where I don't even care if the weather holds up. I'm just going to go Do play. It. Yeah, now I got a nice shiny truck, so I don't really want to, I'm afraid to bash it, though. Just, yeah, just take your new Max out with you and just keep setting it on your hood. I like it. I, I should th- almost put the other one back together. Just to run it? Just to run it. Be mean to that one and 
Well, you've still, you have several trucks. You're like me. You've got several got trucks that haven't seen the light of day in a while. So The Revo, I mean, I only ran that thing twice. And the second time I ran it, I swamped it. That was awesome. No video proof, but yeah, you had that, ran it through the ice field, it looked like, and then the ice kind of caved in on you. Yeah, there was no ice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see it back there. <laughs> it ended up being a lake. Right up over the top of the Revo. Just see it kind of bubbling out of there. Yeah, we got some different crawling trucks. Yeah, I'm excited to actually try the Axial, the new one. Yeah. But I haven't really had a chance to run that either. They're impressive. Just watching what Jeff's would do, that was... It's definitely my favorite crawler right now. And I have my Ascender Suburban. That's the Viterra that I always talk about. So that one, the frame's a little bit longer than the stock. But now I also have a stock Ascender, stock wheelbase Ascender. It has... I don't remember. It has a different motor in it though. Got that on the trade. It's actually got the Crawler Pro motor setup in it. Okay. So, want to see what that is comparable to. We do have uh, Crawler motors and ESCs down at the shop now. Awesome. A couple different options. Yep, and then I have your HBI. That one is up and running. The old one that got ran over by Dave's truck. I gotta get more shocks for my um, my element. Forgot about that. I rubbed oh, shocks right. off of it. Yeah. For the monster truck. Hmm. I should buy some of those this week. Yeah, that's how our winter went. We are here in the coming up the prime time season, and I have a bunch of stuff that I need to get put on trucks or taken off. Or that's most of my stuff is down right now. I've been concentrating on racers. I still got to build my tent scale, my dirt buggy. That's still in the box. And I got to finish building Dave's short course truck. He's going to be running the team associated. Hear that, folks? Working at a hobby shop and he's still got stuff here to put together. Why don't you just take it with you? It is there. Oh, why don't you build it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the... The front end, I got the bell crank built on his. I got the front control arms on, rear control arms on. I think next step is building the transmission. So his, hopefully, if, if it's a slower day today, hopefully I get his built today. Yeah, I got a couple projects to do, but I do need to get my SMT kit finished. Because I built, I built most of it. But then I just let it sit because we went to indoor carpet season and I was more worried about getting my four-wheel drive bashers if we played in the snow done. And then I also have two more two-wheel drive stampedes that are, I keep forgetting I even have. And parts. That are, they're mostly together. I just got to finish them. Gotcha. We should throw the Max motor ESC in one of those. I think that would be a... I think it'd be too much for that, just because they sit up so high. But I could drop it down and put street tires. Because my general, that's still, it's there. It's just no. I, I might try to fit that can into a stock slash. I'm gonna have to do some modifying to make it fit. But I think it'd be sweet. Not much with that one. The motor's pretty big. I don't know. Yeah, I got my, I got the six scale Mambo Monster. I was looking at putting in my Bandit. It, I'd have to drill new holes, but it would line up. It would actually line up how it should. I'll mess with it. I mean, even I even thought about the seventeen and a half turn adjustable timing McLan I have, and getting another Sanwa ESC and dropping that in something. Sanwa. Sanwa, because that was fast. I mean that overpowered that motor to where it was I think it was cooking it was 70,000 RPMs out of a 17.5 that's moving yeah that'd be that'd be fun in a two wheel drive just hitting a straight stretch because I remember uh, when I built my semi drag slash the first year you and I started hanging out I gave your ultimate a run for its money yep that's probably the way we do stuff, though. It's that was almost dialed in, and then I took it apart, and <laughs> built another truck out of it. So, 
Uh, yeah, it's easy to get bored with something and move on. And I don't even think it's boredom. I think it's just anticipation of something new. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, right one year I bought three trucks and I had brand that's, new trucks sitting in the basement. I haven't even played. That's why them. I buy most of my stuff too. Is it's just it's something different. Yep. New and exciting. I do want to try the low C8 scale this year. At some point in time, I we got one on the shelf. I'd really like to try it. I just don't want to spend the money on it. Yeah. Because my techno is good. I like it. But it's hard to... I'd like to give a little bit of a review on something different. Well, I mean, even like... I don't know if you talked about your Losi Monster truck a whole lot yet. A little bit here and there. Like, Ken got his also. And it's pretty awesome. He got that. He got a square body for it. That thing is pretty ridiculous. Like... I was looking at those too. Like and he I had, modified the front end now too with the max pins. Oh, good. Yeah, he got he made it work. So I do have pins at work from rebuilding my old one before the wreck. So I'm gonna do the same thing. The front steering block pins because they're threaded. Yep. Run them in and. <clears throat> yeah, because it just had that one. The pin slid in and it had that little keeper screw, right? To, yeah, a little Allen head that goes in, little grub screw. Yep, and if those back off. Tires will fall off. Bye-bye pin. Yep. Have fun searching the grass for that. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to definitely do that upgrade, seeing how easy it was for him to do it. And I have them already, so I might as well do it. That's a, that's my probably the worst thing I have to say about them Losi Monster Trucks right now. It's the pins. <clears throat> no, just the fact that that is a lot of truck. So now I was going to build my SMT kit with a brushless system in it, but... I'm gonna keep it geared low so it, you know, performs more like a monster truck. But now watching you and Ken, almost doing standing backflips with them. Like, okay, well now I have to add power just so I can keep up. And well, the biggest problem though is I'm still running 3S in it. I have yet to put a 2S battery in that truck. I know. And 3S, it's hard to control. So any advantage I'm gaining by running it that fast, I'm losing because it's hard to keep it on its wheels. Well, so yeah, so it'll almost be if we do monster jams, you almost want to try 2S just to make sure you got the cornering. Yep, but and I like 3S that you can flip and you can get it right back on its wheels. And once it gets to freestyle mode, then you drop the 3S in it for tricks. <clears throat> but those, yeah, those trucks are freaking heavy. Most too. competitions, though, they make you end with what you began with. Not allowed to change tires, not allowed to run a different size battery. Well, we're not most competitions, though. Yeah, true. We do it the Uber way. <laughs> a little super hot glue and we're going. Yeah. Run it to where it's fun. Yep. No, winning, stuff like that, winning isn't everything for me especially. I don't care. I just want to go out there and bash and let shit break. No, the only thing I've ever won was that championship belt, really. And the only reason why I stress that fact is pretty much everybody in our club, well, not everybody, but I've heard a lot in our club that talk about Matera killer trucks and this and that. And We ended that competition, and I was ready to hand the belt to somebody. Like, I grabbed the belt, and I was ready to hand it off. With, I don't have a problem. I can what got a lot of us? The time. Yep. We did time the, trials. The time trial part of it uh, killed me. Killed you didn't even want to go. You weren't gonna go. Period. My back was shot. Yeah, you had just gotten out. You just rolled out of bed, came over, all grumpy pants, and I couldn't even stand up. If I sat down, I was stuck. So yeah, that was a bad weekend for me to begin with. I made a good run. It was just the time. Yep. So this year. Our personal course, I I have a big pipe dream for sure that uh, what I see that I want to do out there, and it'll be pure comp, and it's it's going to be difficult. Uh, it's going to be to the point where there's certain parts, if I take the hard way, I don't know if I'll make it. A lot of people think, too, that we build up our courses and practice them a lot. Nope. We put the course up, and then we start most of the time. We'll practice things just to make sure it's passable. but Yeah, make sure everything's doable. But other than that, nope. That's the mo most things, too. Even racing-wise, I don't get to practice. It's racing, crawling. We just go and do it. Yeah. Throw yeah. a car on a track and go. With the racing, it's the same thing as 
when I was doing the band life, the more I practice, I think the worse I get. So yep. Well, that's <laughs> just when winging. bringing it back old school. When I was in Rattleback, we got we were in a band for eight months. We got a call three weeks before battle. Hey, you guys want to come play? Sure. We just picked ten songs, went out, played them, never practiced. Yep. Turn to the guy. And it was the best show we've ever had. What chord are you starting us in? Okay, that's what we're going with. This one starts with D, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. What's the first word? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that's good times. That's how I run my RC stuff, too. It's like, you know, we're, we're playing on the crawling core stuff that we build continuously, but when it comes to the little events that we put on, we modify right before. Yep. All the time. Yep, everything changes. Yeah, this year I'm actually going to try to get a little more practice in with the eighth scale. I do want to... I want to get better myself. I can't just... Like, indoor with buggies, top three wasn't a big deal. It was... It came to me. It was... Yep. It was natural. There's so much competition right now in eighth scale outdoors that I'm actually going to have to practice if I want to even be top ten. Well, plus, you know, inside, when you're doing the indoor stuff... If you go around the track a few times, that's what the track, I mean... It doesn't change, yeah. Temperature-wise, indoor, it does change the track. I've seen them, you know, they get from, you know, greasy to actually traction, you know, get a lot of traction. But it's not, it's usually not night and day. Right. Where outdoor, you could have one guy spin out in front of you and create a small rut that you won't notice. Yep. So your next lap had already changed the track. Yep. So you get out there and practice and understand what your truck... Is capable of well now with the clay too you do get a groove it's yep. as you run it it dries out or moisture comes out of it and your traction's always changing yeah so just getting out there and understanding what your truck can do in every situation is big actually i really got to get on the ball the five star race is in two weeks the first one in anago oh i think it's on it's on the 14th or 15th Traveling band of gypsies. It's going to be, yeah. So are you guys going to do a lot of traveling then this year? We're going to do the five star for sure. All five. We're going to hit all five of those. Um, and it all depends. I might not hit all five. I'm sure I'll, yeah, I don't know. I'll be at all five, I'm sure. Because Frank's not running the eighth scale at his track. We're actually running those at Iron Mountain RC. Okay. So it all depends on if I get my 10th scale buggy done. If I get that done before Anago, then yes, I will be at all four, all five tracks. That's basically... What you will. You'll get it done. I hope so. I don't know. We'll see. It's to be determined. To be determined. <laughs> That's a yeah. Well, I still need a servo. Well, unless I take... I didn't want. I did not want to take my electronics out of my carpet buggy. I wanted to leave that ready to race for if we do come indoors. Yeah. But looking at it right now, I need to take my electronics out of that to be able to run my dirt buggy. But I mean, even if you you pull them out, practiced a little bit, ran the race, then swap them out. What you got to do all electronics? Yeah. Oh. Still. I mean, motor ESE is easy. Just that's simple. Receiver is pretty simple. Yeah, it's all pretty simple, I guess. Worst case scenario, I mean, I could take a half an hour and probably swap everything back and forth, but I just don't want to. Yeah. So we'll see. And after that, you guys are going to fly across the, across the big pond and go to some foreign races or what? No. No? No. Those are scary. Some of them. Yeah. Watch like the world class event that they had in Tokyo. I don't understand how you can handle a truck, like respond to a truck that fast. They're nuts. Switchbacks and then, yeah. Well, oh, we are going to, myself, Chris, bunch of the other A-scale guys, I believe. Uh, Theobald's going, Brandon Branham's going, the Houghton guys are going. Um, who else? I want to say Frank might be going to to um, Clark June 11th, 12th, 13th down in Wisconsin. There's a big eighth scale race. 
and there's a bunch of us from around here that are going down. I think I was entry number 126. Holy smokes. It's, yeah, I'll be happy if I make the freaking W qual, or W main. <laughs> Where's that by? I've never even heard of Clark. I don't know, I'm going to say the wrong name. Reedsville, I don't know, somewhere. It's three hours. Oh. Chris, Chris will let me know that I said the wrong place again, because I did in the last one, too. I think I said Monroe last time, and I think that was wrong. I think it's Reedsville or Clarksville or I don't know. Something. I didn't register. Chris did for me, so I never even looked on the website. But it's the National Warm-Up Race. That's in June? Yep, June 11, 12, 13. Man, that's just insane. It's just amazing how many trucks are going to be there. Yep. See, I'm not into racing, but it's good to know that the hobby's definitely not going away still. No, it's it's making a comeback. It's getting bigger and bigger. It's, yep. We are not seeing the end of it. I mean, for a while there, before I got into it, you didn't even hear about it. No. <clears throat> nope, there was a quick run. The, like, the last big run was 90s, early 2000s. And it just seemed like, I mean, they were out there. RCs were out there, but you had to look for them. And now, even in our area, you can just drive down side streets and you'll see families playing with RC trucks in the yep. yard and stuff. It's great. Yeah, and if you want to get, once again, the new hobby stuff, if you're new to the hobby and you like racing, even, there's races everywhere. Yep. Yeah, looking forward this summer. I mean, it's... I'm curious to see how big it actually does get this year. Just turnouts. You know, I've I got a good gauge just because I've did all the registering for the local races here. Yep. So I actually see how much it's gonna grow from last year. Yep. You know, if we got last year anywhere from eighty to hundred and twenty entries, I'd like to see if that number <clears throat> ramps up. Well say so far, you know, it's with anything like hobby stuff, which, you know, once again, people call us hobbies, a lot of us call it lifestyles, it's, with any hobby, some, you know, people get out of it, yep. it, it is one of those things where, you know, you get to a point where it's like, alright, it's still fun, but I'm not going to pursue it as much, so, it seems like with the RC stuff now, one person gets out, two new people come in, yep. So, I mean, it sucks to see people leave the hobby, but it is also awesome to see how how much it is growing still. Right. Because you and I have been doing this just together for, say, three years plus. And from the time that we started hanging out to today, wow. Right. That's insane. <clears throat> we started hanging out. We had, a, we had a shop with a couple parts on the wall. Yeah. And now it's, there's a, store damn near dedicated to it it is it's a hundred it's almost a hundred percent dedicated to it i mean there's other stuff going on there but the hobby store part of it alone is just it's amazing i mean you walk in there <clears throat> chances are we have your part we have the model you want if we don't have it we can get it yeah it's it's amazing that the biggest it's the biggest hobby store in the up but i want to say it's biggest Almost, I'm not, I don't want to say an estate, but it's got to be close because, just for the record, folks, this is an old furniture store. Like, this is 22,000 square feet. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> just think of a city block just full of fun. And I get to work there. It's amazing. Never in my life that I think I'd be playing with RC cars for a living. Yeah. That used to be something that you didn't want to tell people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? play with toy trucks yep it's gotta love it so alright we are 30 seconds to being down any last words help help oh no sorry bye Max go racing don't just get some RC stuff and have fun with it yep go bash in your backyard alright or my backyard appreciate you guys for joining us episode 
seven or eight. Eight. I think something. Seven. I don't know. Peace out. Bye.